What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Escar. With me always is my good friend, podcast producer extraordinaire, pirate, and co-host, Mr. Eric Anthony. What's up, dude? Uh, just been pirating the seven seas. No. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, I cooked a brisket last weekend. I mean, that was, you know, uh, which I, I don't get to do very often. I find that MSP, it's really funny because you're mentioning this. I find that uh, a lot of MSPs tend to have a secondary interest of a very niche place, right? Like how many MSPs, you know, that are like super into craft beers or craft whiskeys or like barbecue or like, you know what I mean? Like a very niche of a niche of a niche. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm in it too i'm not saying i'm not in any way shape or form but like it's just really funny because i think that's our personality coming out in regards to like the way we do things we're very logical people therefore we like the logic of figuring out of like the mathematics behind why this particular beer is more hoppy than that one or the mathematics behind how much if i if i smoke the brisket for 15 more minutes using hickory wood versus oak you know it's it yeah it's a thing totally a thing um, because we're very analytical about how we do things. And yeah. so we do take that approach to even hobbies. Yeah. I think it's also really funny that I've made my niche in drinking liquid death on our podcast. Hashtag still not a sponsor. We have a guest today. I love it when we have a guest on because it I get to come up with silly questions to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. And Let's be honest. At this point, everyone who listens to this show knows I don't. But let's bring on our guest, Ali Mahmood, the VP of product over at Augment. Dude, what's up? Hey, great day. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for being here. All right, Ali. Uh, tell everybody, give everybody like a two-minute spiel on like what, or who you are and like what Augment is. And, uh, you know, what's your favorite cocktail? Ugh, I'll, I'll do that first. I'm... Uh... I'm like, I'm a high school kid and r- still drinking rum and Cokes if I'm not drinking a beer. That's, <laughs> it's, I, I can't get enough of it. Uh, so yeah, a little bit about me. I, uh, I worked at Enable for a few years in the RMM space, went to the enterprise, spent a ton of time in the IT channel. Uh, and at Augment, you know, we're trying to simplify Microsoft 365 management, kind of like Enable and RMM are trying to do for device management. That's awesome. All right. So let's get a little bit more into into what that means. Right. What are you doing? What what is what are you providing with Augment that an MSP right now can't just do on their own? Yeah, I mean, the idea is it's pretty straightforward today. If you want to do anything in Microsoft 365, I have to log into the actual Microsoft portal. And if I have 50 customers, that's 50 portals. And so there's no way to easily see everything across all my customers. So where do I even start? Right. Does anybody have a problem today? Any alerts, any risks and and just being able to jump between customers or kind of zoom out and see problems, then zoom into the one customer who's got an issue is the big efficiency, you know, time saver there. And then, of course, we want to automate everything and, and do cool stuff over time. But right. just getting started, that's a big leap forward. That's cool. So uh, does your port is it like a multi tenancy portal or like yeah. can I see every customer at the same time? Do I go in and out of customers from within your portal? Yeah, so you usually start kind of at the all customer view. And so if I want to see licenses, I want to see security settings, you know, users that 
you know, groups and things I have to manage, you, you usually start at the all company view and then you'll spot a problem and you'll want to zoom into someone who's got a really low secure score and, and go fix that. Right. So, so you're thinking, you're, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so there's some kind of dashboard that you can see then that actually shows you, like you just said, a security score um, that allows you to, at that top level, kind of glance and see where the problems are and then zoom in to those specific problems and, and remediate them. Exactly. Yeah. And, and in my experience, MSPs, you know, the security across all your customers isn't going to be super standardized today. That's the goal. There just hasn't been something that shows me kind of the bird's eye view of everything. And even once you see that, you know, the the squeakiest wheel doesn't always get the oil because, you know, that customer might not be paying for anything. So I might not focus on the customer whose environment's a little bit on fire because, hey, my top three customers are a little bit on fire and I'd rather, you know, set set up some time there and go clean up that environment. What are you seeing in the in the in the regards to like the needed things that MSP should be doing when it comes to security in this respect? Like, what would what do you think the top three things that like every because you said like you're not setting up everybody everybody the same way? And I kind of I would hope that there's some standardization at least within the MSP across all their clients. I'm not saying across all MSPs, but so what do you think are like the top three things that people they sign up for your platform like they should be doing? So number day one, you just want something that's monitoring risk, right? So plug in something that's going to alert you if there's a risky sign-in, right? You know, you're managing a small local business and there's a sign-in from Eastern Europe, from Asia, and nobody, nobody's traveling, nothing's going on there. You know, some bad guys in the environment right now. So like day one, some sort of monitoring is, is really important. Most MSPs don't turn that on in Microsoft today because Microsoft just floods you with every single security event that's going on. Yeah. Uh, and then once you have that, I would say you switch kind of more, a little bit proactive, let's clean this environment up. And really it's MFA is number one, secure the account. Then you kind of, that's where MSPs will pick and choose what their next favorite thing is. So maybe something like turning off legacy authentication or just old school apps that can connect in and pull data down. That's a common way that people siphon data out of an organization. Yeah. Now, Ali, you and I both come from the RMM space, right? And, and in the RMM space, one of the very traditional problems for every MSP is the noise that their yep. RMM creates, right? And, and filtering through that noise can be a problem. You just mentioned it with Microsoft having that same problem. So what does Augment do to dial down that noise so that you're actually attacking the important problems? So, so day one, out of box, when you plug us in, if Microsoft has a thousand different, you know, security logs and events, we're only going to be setting up by default, you know, maybe 20 of them that will actually create a PSA ticket. The rest of it, we're just tracking it, right? So you can log into Augment, I can see all the noise and all the problems, but it's not creating live tickets. And the big problem with anything that creates live PSA tickets is you know, no junior to intermediate tech is going to be like, ah, who cares about that alert? I'm not going to look into that. Like nobody wants to be the guy who ignores the alert. That was the breach that's live happening. So they end up chasing down every single issue and it just kills everybody's productivity. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, I have to be remiss to say that, Eric, you missed the opportunity to be like, what does augment augment for somebody? And like, you missed that. Like, it was such an easy setup right there to just kind of get that one done. So, so that, like, there's a funny story there, Justin, but like when they named the company Enable, our, our founders are the founders of Enable, they wanted yeah. something that's a verb. So it's like, we're enabling you to do this kind of service. And it's the same thing with augment, augmenting your managed service. Uh, see, like, I, I knew there was something there. Something, they love something it. Story. They love that stuff. So, you know, Office 365 is inevitably a horrible pr platform, in my opinion, yep, <laughs> right? Yep. There's always there's always attacking, there's always breaching going on there. What kind of assurances are you guys putting in place here where you're saying like, okay, well, we're helping the MSP to like do all these things, but how do we know like how do we know how do we know for sure that it's being done right are you are you guys providing some sort of guidelines for them to follow do you have like white papers on on you know i'm i'm new to the msp world but i knew everyone uses microsoft like i'm lost i'm a puppy lost in a mill of everything else right so what am i supposed to be doing I, I mean, it's it's a great point because I some of our customers are one man shops. We have you know hundreds of employee MSPs, and it really doesn't matter on size. It matters on just how experienced you are with security and what the best practices are. And I have very large partners who are just getting started. So don't yes. think that because you're a very small MSP, like you know you're the, you're the untrained ones. Everybody is. This is all brand new. And so right in product, we're showing you the Microsoft Secure Score. So if if all else fails, you can kind of fall back on Microsoft's recommendation. Yeah. The MSP favorite, I would say, is CIS. That seems to be the, the internet benchmark that everybody loves. And so if, if, if you care about neither of those and you want to define your own standard, go for it. Uh, but those are two pretty good ones to start with. And honestly, I like I have to walk MSPs back from the cliff all the time on this, where it's like, like you're doing nothing today. Can we just turn on, you know, MFA tomorrow? Like that's goal number one. How and many? So, oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. How many MSPs are not doing MFA? Way too many. I would say easily half of the MSPs I talk to have oh. the vast majority of their customers not on MFA. And that's and it's not it's not an MSP doesn't get it problem. It's the end customer pushes back so hard and says, I don't care. Well, I don't care if I get breached. I'm not turning this on. It's such a pain in the butt. I, but there's got to be. And, and I wish I could find somebody who's done this well. Right. Who has said, I go into a customer and I tell them if they don't turn on MFA, this is what's going to happen. And they turn on MFA. Somebody has got to have come up with that story at this point and, and come up with an I'm effective sure way to do I'm it. I'm sure it's a lawyer. It's the lawyer who yep. does MFP work in Florida who's probably done this also, right? Like, I would, I would go so far as to contractualize in with my clients that you're going to turn MFA on and that if you don't, you've immediately you know, Null and null and verify the fact that like we're no like the, my MSP is no longer responsible for any of your data. Like if you don't turn on MFA, yep. I'll continue to work for you, but like you cannot come at me at all. Like that's the way I would look at it. Yeah, but no, and and definitely last year we were seeing that the trend was cyber insurance companies were going after the MSP every single time there was a breach. 
to the point where many MSPs are just not even going with cyber insurance anymore because they're going to deny your claim no matter what. Like they'll find a loophole that you didn't tick a box somewhere. Um, but that is the best practice nowadays. It's all about liability. And it's here, Mr. Customer, here's an augment security audit report. I recommend you do these five things. Okay, cool. You don't want to sign here that I'm not responsible. You're 100% liable for a breach. And well, funny, that's the recommendation. Right. It's funny that you say that real quick because our, our our lawyer friend in Florida says that a client will never sign that. So as long and they as don't. You, and they don't, There's, but if you send the email that says I am no longer liable, you receive this email because you deny this based on this email, you've already covered yourself or something to that effect. But oh, that's you know, consult your local lawyers. Laws are different from state to state. Well, yeah, and you, the problem is whenever you have something like that, you turn it into a litigious situation. Yeah. which doesn't work out for anybody, right? I mean, I think there's merit in if they won't follow a standard that you say you can't be their MSP anymore. Now, I understand, because I'm going to get heat for this, that not every MSP can afford to turn away business. But if you're doing it well, you can. And that's, that's one of the things. Now, I want to turn this around, though, because we've talked a lot about the product. We've talked about how risk is important and, and risk comes up in these conversations all the time, right? But what does how does the MSP actually turn this into an offering that the client will buy? And, and so that you're you're reducing risk, you're doing the right thing for yourself as the MSP, for the customer because you're reducing their risk, but you need to productize it. And and Ali, I know you're a product guy. So how does the MSP productize this and make it part of their offering? Yeah, I mean, every MSP business is a bit different. The most common things I see is, you know, take whatever you're paying on a Microsoft license. So you're paying 12 bucks for a business standard, 25 for a business premium, and let's tack on 50 to 100% extra and now I'll secure it. So I've kind of seen that as the, the single siloed offering model. Uh, but I would say more often than not, the MSP has some grander goal of getting some legacy customer on a terrible old contract onto some, a more modern contract where my goal is to get a hundred bucks or 150 bucks per user at your business. And so they'll use this as the wedge to be like, oh, I'm going to do all of this. I have to like essentially run a sock and do all these audits and listen to alerts every day. And they'll use that as the wedge to finally push somebody across the line, especially if a customer's had a breach. So th this is, to me, a big lever to get them onto whatever premium offering you're already going for. And if they're there, then you could layer this on if you're still trying to capture the revenue as a dedicated $10, $15, $20 service. Yeah. Do you see, like, because I know I've seen a lot of pushback, like people charge for 365 and for whatever reason, they're happy with the markup that Microsoft gives them. And I'm like, yes. no, yep. you have way too much labor in managing that for the client to just be getting the markup from Microsoft. So if your clients have 365, you should be managing it and charging for that management anyway. Why not use a tool? Yes, it costs a couple extra bucks. I understand that. But it should create efficiencies from what you've told me to offset the labor cost, which is the biggest hidden cost for M any MSP. If you can save 
hours and hours a month by using a tool instead of out, you know, hours with a technician, especially when it's on managed services, you're yep. going to make out better in the long run. No, and the problem is, you know, MSPs can use Augment to be more efficient, right? So if a tech before could manage 100 users or 100 mailbox, now they can manage hundreds, you know, 500 mailboxes per uh, technician. So the efficiency is there. I don't think the cost of the platform is high at all. The biggest problem always comes down to how do I monetize it at the customer uh, end? And to me, that's where migrating one legacy customer onto a modern contract and you know 3Xing the revenue off of that customer has just covered 90% of your costs. So that's, that's the most important part is how do I migrate someone? How do I have it as a dedicated line item? How do I include it in every proposal? It's always that go-to-market piece that's the most important. You know what I've been seeing a lot of recently also is people packaging it part of their like quote-unquote cybersecurity bundle, right? You include, you, you may include labor as a line item. You might include off, you know, your Office 365 license as a line item, and then you add another item called cybersecurity package. And included that yep. would be something like augment and like dark web scanning and phishing scanning and spam filtering and all these other things. And you sell that as a as a as a product because whilst it may go up and down a little bit by the users, it's so little per user. Because uh, some of those, like you know, if you're doing dark web scanning, uh, at least with ID agent, it's just you know per domain that you can flat fee that and still cover you know up to forty users or whatever it is, and then it goes up. Um, and then you sell that as a product. This way, also. If your client denies, they're not going to deny that entire bundle because they're going to see something that's in there and you're not going to break it into pieces. So it makes it a lot easier. So we talked a little bit about price. What does what something like this cost in MSP? Uh, it's right on our website. I mean, kind of, we do the per seat model as well. So you, you'll see something like 80 cents per user to manage and secure them. Uh, but most MSPs don't go the... I'm going to secure one customer and, you know, 10% of the users at that customer. So most people are going the site license route. And right now it's $299 for 1,000 seats or 1,000 end users. That so it becomes pretty affordable for a mid-sized MSP to cover almost every single customer for flat fee. And, and that just lets you hit the ground running and lock everybody down. Yeah, so, no, for, for me, $299, and I assume you're talking about a month, is cheap insurance at these you know, yeah. yep. these days. I think you guys need to up your pricing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> For $3. Well, I mean, Justin, you already said the other offerings, right? Like, so awareness training, backup, like we sell a bunch of add-ons as well. So uh, the idea is to kind of get the MSP to secure all their customers. That's step one. Then go back to all your customers and get the backup revenue and get the training, get the right. email security and get all the other add-ons. Yeah, this is like what you said earlier. This is the wedge. This is that little like, I'm going to crack the door open and I'm going to stick my boot in there to hold it open. That's what this is. Because at 299 for a thousand seats, I mean, the average MSP who's doing only, let's say, $300,000 a year probably is only taking care of 100, 150 seats. You're covered and then some. So for the $300 here per month, that's what? Two hours of billable work per month. And you're going to be able to cover all your stuff and then be able to upsell based on what you have found in here. Because if you go in here and you find that, you know, your Microsoft stuff is not secure, because it probably isn't, you can sell them on the right tools, if not, you know, other pieces that are inside of Augment to increase your offering. And then that entire line item just keeps going up and up and up. So 
I think for three hundred dollars a month, I think it's I think that's a steal. Um, and you guys are probably giving it away way too way too cheaply. Do you guys do more than just Microsoft three sixty five? Because you know, like I'm an Apple boy, which means I'm in I'm in the Googles, and a lot of people a lot of people who listen to this don't like that. But you know, we are a big Google shop. How would augment work with Google? So there's a there's a couple cool other things that we do. So one is uh, discovery. So we actually have an agent. Uh, the preferred route is kind of integrate to Microsoft or Google Workspace as the primary integration. Uh, we also have a discover module that will go on the machine, check your browser history, check your processes that are running, and we'll track every SaaS application that runs across the business, tag it to an individual user. So that's just helpful from are we trying to roll out OneDrive and people are still using Dropbox and 18 other file sharing tools? Uh, and then on the help desk management side, using another module we have called Engage for user management, onboarding, offboarding, groups, licenses, et cetera. And that is Microsoft and Google Workspace. You know, I, I talk to MSPs all the time and it's like, what's the third app outside of the productivity sweep? Like, what what is it? Is there some big construction app? Is it Salesforce? What is it? And no MSP can agree that anything really matters because the Google and the Microsoft house just needs so much work. They're like, I just need more automation there. Well, we Eric and I both know that the third app is a is a is a file is a file share collaborative app with that has a, a security and governing programs <laughs> in it. And anyone who's listening who gets this reference, leave a comment below. We we know what it is. We all know what it is. Um, so, Ali, how can how can people get started with Augment? Yeah, go to the website, sign up for a thirty minute demo, see the platform in action. Tons of videos on YouTube, but it's it's pretty straightforward. And we do the easy integration to your partner center. So one integration, pull in all of your customers, easy to deploy it everywhere. Uh, and then once you do that, the the actual threat assessment, the cybersecurity risk assessment is free for life. So we don't make any money when you're not making money. So the idea is go out, prospect a ton of your customers, convince them they have a problem and they need to buy something, then come back to us and buy some licensing. That's, That's awesome. a great point that you actually allow them to use it as a prospecting tool. Cause I know a lot yeah. of them want that right now. Yeah. Anything that they can use to try to up their game. Cause everyone's fighting at the bottom there for it. So Ali, this looks pretty awesome. People check it out. Augment with two T's a U G M E N T T.com to find out more about augment. Uh, Eric, any parting words before we uh, finish this one up? Uh, just that uh, I think that, Creating a package as part of your offering for managing cloud services is an important part of every MSP stack because cloud services are here to stay. It's only going to grow from here as we rely less and less on the endpoint and more and more on the applications that are in the cloud. And we're just accessing them through whatever device happens to be in our hands, on our desktop or in our laps at any given time. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the listeners with this. When a cloud service goes down, why don't we call that a fog? That's Eric. I'm Justin. That's it for us. Bye. From your host Justin Escar and myself, thank you for listening to the All Things MSP podcast. Join the All Things MSP Facebook group or follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram and YouTube. The All Things MSP podcast is a BizPow LLC production. And even though we drink a lot of it, this podcast is still not sponsored by Liquid Death.